Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'd Cry. I hope you're all doing well. I hope your week has gone good so far. As some Cringe people say on the internet, Friday, guys, it's Friday. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I use it ironically, but honestly, sometimes I do think, yeah, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. But I hope you're all doing good wherever you're listening to this. And maybe you're not listening to it on a Friday. Maybe you like to play catch up. Maybe you're listening to it in a different day. Okay. Maybe you're listening to it in the future, like two years from now. Hey. <laughs> I hope you're doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm gonna do things a little bit different today. I don't know why I like to announce that all the time. Just gonna just gonna switch it up a little bit on you guys. But um today is not gonna be strictly Bible study. Okay, it's not strictly Bible study questions or anything like that. It's actual like embarrassing stories, you know, the vibes. Um uh, before I get into it, before I get into it, shout out to Aziza, right? Hey, hey girl, lucky you for being around Dali every single day, jealous, so jealous, but welcome, welcome to the If I Didn't Laugh I'd Cry community, family, you know what I mean? Dali's told me that you like listening to the show, so why not give you a special shout out, little celebrity, you know? Don't you, we are known in these streets, <laughs> I'm joking, no one knows about the show. <laughs> it's word of mouth. If you know, you know. But shout out to you, Aziza. Hope I'm saying your name right. Can you imagine if I'm not? Can you actually imagine how cringe and embarrassing? But you know it's still you. You know it's still you. So welcome to the fam. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> Something to rant about. Oh, honestly, guys, I think I've turned off a new leaf for sure because I've got nothing to rant about most days. But today I do. I do have something to rant about. I don't know if it's like a rant rant or maybe admiration or maybe jealousy. I don't know what it is. But when I'm at the gym, right, and I'm giving it my absolute best, 
right? Giving my absolute best, sweating, absolutely trying my best not to breathe. Like, <gasps> and then I see some girl with a better body, you know what I mean? Better gym fit, right? And she's doing the most and she's not even breaking a sweat. I think, please, please get out of this gym. You're here to embarrass me at this shows. <laughs> I think they're all coming. It's, it's personal to me. I know it is. Because what are you doing today? Yeah? Well, while I'm recording this, I don't, I'm not recording this on a Friday. You know what I mean? I've got a day job, guys. I can't record it on a Friday, edit on a Friday, post it on a Friday. I'd absolutely be screaming. Oh, I'd be pulling my hair out. So the day that I'm recording, um, I was in the gym this morning, uh, early bed gang. You know, I like to go to the gym in the morning. And I also find that when I go to the gym in the evening, I haven't done that for years, but it's just teenagers. All my days, it's just teenagers. And you know what? They're going packs. Yeah, they go to the gym in packs. So they congregate on a machine and they just don't leave for about seven hours because they're all just jumping in. It's like, guys, <laughs> I want to use that machine. And it's just so intimidating to be like, sorry, how many how many sets have you got? Because they're probably just going to look at you. Teenagers are so intimidating. So I go in the morning. Yeah, go in the morning. So this morning I'm at the gym and I'm doing core workouts, you know, <laughs> trying to stay fit, trying to have this washboard abs, trying to have like cheese grater for abs, basically. Um, and she's like stretching at the end and she's like flicking. She's on her like front. I don't know how to describe it. So you lot are just going to have to use your great imagination. She's like laying on her tummy a little bit, like doing a little bit of like, it's like a yoga pose where you're on your front, but your head is like lifted up. You know what I mean? But then she's now lifting her legs up from behind and she's like stretching them out. I'm thinking, sorry, are you just, can you go do some, how do you do that? You're so flexible. Then I'm taking some weights back. And while I'm going back, she just goes into a full split. A full split. What my niece who's three can do, that kind of split. Right? How? How? Before this, she was busy doing some like, um, you know, when you're hanging and then you're lifting your legs to, to work out your core. She's just bam, bam, bam. And I'm thinking, how? How? Where did you learn that? What kind of school did you go to to learn that? Right. So that's my rant. It's just jealousy, guys. I wish I could do it. <laughs> I wish I wish I was flexible and I wish I went to the gym and didn't break a sweat and had the body that she had because she was fit. She was fit. Okay. Yeah. But that's why we go to the gym. Hey, maybe one day you get what I'm saying. Maybe one day. Let me read some embarrassing if I didn't laugh, I'd cry stories. I was in German class and my teacher assigned me a seating chart seat. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and the seat had dried, and in quotes, dried coffee on it, said German teacher, which was BS because I could see the shine on the stain on the seat. And she said she tried to clean it. Anyway, fast forward to the end of the class. I got up and there was a soggy coffee stain on the seat. 
kids were walking by my seat where I sat and laughing that I'd pooed my seat, which was a lie. And I literally was dying inside. So now I'm never going to German class again. I hope with you. I'm right there with you. My piss pants mishap, German. Like, guys, I'm not trying to start a, a like, what's it called? A revolution? A, a, a rebellion? That's the... <laughs> I'm not trying to start a rebellion or anything, but there's something about German lessons that doesn't sit well in my soul. You know what I mean? But I will say... This is nothing to be embarrassed about. But then again, I'm 30. If I was in school and this happened to me, I would be mortified. I would want to go within myself and disappear. Like I would just want to poof. Yeah, like poof, like vapor, poof, gone. Right? But 30-year-old me is like, ah, move on, let it go. Your German teacher was clearly trying to sabotage you because your German teacher doesn't like you. Um, What can you do? right can't people couldn't the people smell the coffee stains i wonder didn't the kids your classmates or the fellow classmates of this person because i know that they listen guys i know that everybody listen right i know that everybody listens couldn't your classmates smell the coffee and why did your teacher lie to you why did the teacher say it's dry but then it's obviously not dry that's a bit nasty you know what? You know what? If I hadn't found God, this is if, guys, okay? No, accept me for who I am now. But the old me would have advised for you to do it back to your German teacher. <laughs> for you to sabotage your German teacher as well. I'm joking. I'm just joking. Don't ever repay. Don't ever repay these things. They always have a funny way of working themselves out whereby your German teacher, because I feel like if she knowingly told you to sit in the seat, knowing that there it was wet and soggy, the universe, yeah, it's got a funny way of working things out whereby people, yeah, they get the same taste of the same medicine, you know, the same prescription, Yep, that's just the way life works. Oh, where does that come from? Mm, I'll tell you, the Bible. The Bible. It says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. Yeah, so I don't need to, you don't need to trouble yourself. Even though I was the one who was telling you that old me is the one who would uh, advise you to avenge yourself. But, you know. <laughs> oh, anyway, the next story says, my co-worker caught me singing in my car. I wish he never told me. He's actually like re a really cool guy and we're on good terms for sure. So there's a chance he won't tell anyone. But it's so embarrassing because I know I was going extra hard that day. I usually sing in my car because the most the music mostly drowns out my voice and the car's pretty soundproof. I get it. I get it. And I can't really at home because other people live there. Yo, just live your life. You know, when it comes to singing and being in a good vibe, just do it. You know, unless you're like house flat sharing or house sharing with strangers, then I guess you have to kind of like take them into account. But if it's your family, this is what family is for. It's for basically wedding vows. I think that's for family. For richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, them ones there. 
Um, yeah. Anyways, I'm practicing singing this song I've learned on guitar and trying extra hard. I come into work the next day and he tells me he saw me at a stoplight the day before. Immediately, I knew. I'm not 100% he saw me singing because half the drive I wasn't. But the way he's acting makes me think he definitely did. He said he caught me lacking. And I said, why didn't you try and say, um, uh, try to say hi? He said it would have been awkward. And he said he just decided not to look at me and face the road so I wouldn't see him. That is so embarrassing, bro. It says in caps. So I'm just going to read it like that. That is so embarrassing, bro. We kind of left it at that. But today he made a comment after I was like bantering with him, I guess. He said, next time he catches me lacking in my car, he won't be so nice. In caps again. I'm so scared. I don't want anyone to know. And I'm so, so embarrassed. I never, ever sing in front of anyone. I know there are much worse stories on here, but this is top five most embarrassing moments for now to be F. To be TBH. Listen, I've got a little story. Right? Come closer. Come closer, boys and girls. It's story time. I have got a neighbor. Right? This is a downstairs neighbor. Now, the L shape building that I've told you about in the past, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and listen to the other episodes. Could I tell you which episode it is? No, I couldn't. Once I post it, it's gone. I don't know what I've, I don't even know what I say. <laughs> After I edit. But I know I've mentioned the building structure in one of the episodes or some of the episodes. Anyway, so he lives on the other side, but it's connected, right? It's like in the corner. My 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 flat is on the corner, and so is he, but his is ground floor. Yeah. He's got a um a wife, so, you know, I should say they really, but he's the one who's constantly outside because he's a smoker. Um, I think that if Beyonce was to challenge me to a singing contest, I feel like I would be able to hold my own. Hey, you get it. You see, you hear those runs, you get me, yeah? <laughs> Sounded like a horse. Nay. <laughs> anyway, right. So one time, I must have been like just singing. And I don't think, you know, I sing all kinds of music, but I think I was like singing, um, I think it was like hip hop and R&B. And I was on my like gangster rapping and singing R&B and them things there. And I was, I was in the zone. And um, then... I go downstairs to go to my car and um, this is like, I don't know, I think it was like the next day. He goes, oh, you're singing. And I'm thinking, yeah, go on, go on. I've got my little notepad for autographs ready, yeah. got my pen out ready, yeah. got my sunnies on because the paparazzi, are, honestly, the flashes are blinding me because you're singing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, he said. <laughs> what? Right, hater. Right, with every superstar, there's a hater. Because you're singing. You're singing yesterday. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, my days. But then you know what? You've got to laugh at these things. I said, yeah, you love it, did you? It didn't stop there. 
one time I'm in the kitchen and Dalu's actually in the kitchen as well. And I'm busy singing. Yeah, singing my heart out. You get you get me? And he shouts from downstairs because he's out for his smoke. He goes for about a thousand smoke breaks a day. He's out for his smoke and then he shouts upstairs. <laughs> he shouts, tell me to pack it in. So I shouted back, saying he loves it really. And then one time I was singing gospel music in the spirit, yeah? Oh, my days. Fancied myself to be like Patti LaBelle or something. And then I had a friend around, actually, it's when I was doing Brendan's episode, right? And he goes, oh, um, I'm glad you're coming around because somebody needs to tell her about her singing something like that. But he's saying this to, to Brendan. He really hates my singing. <laughs> so you know what I do? I tend it up a notch. Turned it up a notch. Now we have a whole praise and worship session. You get me? But I kind of bantered with him when I was with Brendan. I was like, you know what? You love it, really. Yeah, I would never stop. I told him I would never stop. Listen, sometimes you just got to do what you've got to do. And who cares if somebody says the court you're lacking? And besides, right, if he was to tell other people, this friend of yours, was to tell other people that you're in your car and you were really into a song and you were going for it and you were sounding like a drowned rat or drowned cat, I think. Mm. This British, what's it called? Idioms? <laughs> idi, idi, ah, them ones. The, if he was to tell them that you sounded like a drowned cat, then, or drowning cat, Peter, don't come after me, yeah? Peter is like P-E-T-A, like don't, this is just sayings. Yo, in this big 2023, the way people are being cancelled left and right, I think, here we go, another rant, I think that people actually choose to misunderstand people and they want to have a problem. So they choose not to understand you. I genuinely think so, right? But yeah, <laughs> just the same, Peter. Um, yeah, you shouldn't care. Things like this, guys, honestly, it's so trivial in the grand scheme of things. We really shouldn't care. It shouldn't really bother us whatsoever because if you want to sing, sing. If you're not that good at singing and your voice isn't that amazing but you still love singing, sing. If you're not good at dancing but you want to dance, dance. You know what I mean? If you're not good at um, poetry but you want to write poetry, write poetry. right? And you, you recite it to every single girl or boy you meet. Yeah, you read them your poetry. Somebody's going to love it. Right? And somebody's going to tolerate your voice. Somebody is going to find your dancing amazing. Shouldn't be embarrassed about these things. Not all of us wear dealt cards, right? Whereby we can just go on stage and sing and dance at the same time and not skip a beat. Apart from me. Right? Again, if Beyonce was to challenge me, I would be able to keep up. My feet, two left feet, don't know what they're doing half the time. They're up, they argue against each other. My brain and my feet don't know how to communicate. But I could keep up. I'm going to back myself all the way. Somebody told Beyonce to call me so we can do it. Joking, I'm shook. <laughs> Just joking. Right, we're moving on. We're moving on to the advice corner. Yeah, Tawonga the Agony Aunt is in the building. Right. This first advice question says, how do you calm down from stress? Okay. 
I really can't sleep right now. Both of my cars broke down on the same day. Both are the same models. I have one for backup. And it's stressing me out. Well, la di da, eh? La di da. This is living a good life. Two cars and one for backup. What? Bro. And it's stressing me out. Well, that would stress me out as well. Right? Two cars, same model. And both of them want to decide to break down. And one is backup. It's like... It's like losing both your keys, the main one and the spare one on the same day. Like, how annoying. I don't make much money. All I have is enough to get by. How, how, you know what? Let me mind my business and not ask how you can afford two cars. And let me not ask that question. My dad and brother are offering help, but I can't help but feel bad for them because I know their financial situation isn't the best either. But I know I have no one else to turn to. I feel like I'm leeching off them. My brother has a newborn and my dad is still supporting my four younger siblings. I'm not looking to beg here. I just want this feeling of guilt and pressure to stop. And it's stressing me out. Listen, one time I was out with my friend Zed and Kay. And Kay is so generous, right? This is when he was making his like eight figures, right? Had his private jet and was living in a mansion when he was in Germany. Um, and we were out in... We were out in town. We're just having a day, making a day of it, right? Doing some day activities that people do when they're young and they don't have a job or they don't have work that day. Um, so I think Kay offered to pay for brunch. He offered to pay for all of it. And Zed was busy itching, right? Zed's like, oh, bro, like it's a, it's a lot of money. I was like, brother, <laughs> brother, fingers on lips. <laughs> Fingers on lips. And then he's like, yeah, but at one point I said, Zed, you know you are generous too. You know that you offer these things. If people offer, accept it. Yeah, these these situations don't come around more often. You know what I'm saying? So I think in this instance, you need it. You need the support and you need the help. And this is your family. You understand me. This is your family. You're good for it. And the offering. You know, even family know when somebody's not good for it. So they keep to themselves and they go, oh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. And when they don't actually have any cash to spare, they don't offer. Because you, you don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? So you're in a sticky spot, right? Accept the help. But what I would probably suggest that's probably logical is maybe, maybe selling one of the cars. You understand me? That way you've got some spare cash to help you fix the other car. Because some people will buy cars that are, um, that are broken down. But let me read you a verse which might help maybe, this might help somebody else out there. But let me give a verse to somebody who might be feeling the same or in a similar situation. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. You understand me? This is Proverbs 12, verse 20, 25. Okay. Don't. The more anxious you become, the more you 
get depressed basically it's what was what it's saying but listen to my voice and listen to this okay tough times never last for that long and there are always solutions to these things you know what i mean and i've just suggested one yeah if you don't make that much money maybe sell the other car but but batty i don't know your personal circumstances to a t you get me all i'm knowing is from this um from this uh message you get me but consider that that way you've got some spare cash maybe put some extra um to save for a rainy day and stuff like that um or if it helps you feel better you accept the help but you tell them you are going to pay it back but then again it's family it's family usually when we offer money to family it's without the expectation of it back you get me but if it's going to help you feel better maybe offer that um and let me read you another verse yeah let me read you another verse which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature which who 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 by worrying can even add right just a tiny little bit even a centimeter yeah even an inch who who by worrying can add an hour to the day nobody you get me so this is it's and this is not to validate the experience it's to just demonstrate that if you are saying you can't sleep right now if it's just going over and over and over in your head well and truly what's not sleeping going to do for this situation besides you wake up the next day or the next day happens or whatever and you're now tired and you're still in the situation but a good night's rest is helpful to thinking clearly so maybe consider that yeah all right next question jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Imagination keeps going to worst case scenarios. I was wondering if anyone else experienced this and if anyone could offer some advice or prayers or verses to help because I desperately want this to stop. I admit I have an active imagination. God has blessed me with it and a love for of writing. But the enemy keeps driving my thoughts to worst case scenarios for any situation that comes up or just after random thoughts enter my head. Example, I'm at work and it's not a good shift. My brain then follows up this thought with I get coached, lose my job, 
my husband leaves me, lose house, end up homeless, and worse. This this doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, it leaves me feeling wretched for hours or days. I've started being able to recognize that it's an attack, or at least it feels like one. But maybe I'm not praying the right prayers or could use a few verses to keep in mind because the struggle keeps returning. Listen, 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 listen. I've been there. I've been there for some reason. There was a period of my life whereby I was just like, I would say that from the moment I probably moved into my flat until uh, I would say maybe mid 2022. And I moved into this flat in 2019. Um, I just had this overwhelming feeling as if the rug was just going to be pulled from underneath me and I would have to basically like my landlord would be like, I, I want I want you to get out of this flat and I'll, ha- I'll have nowhere to go. And and all of these thoughts would come in my head and I was like, what am I going to do with my stuff? Where would I go? And I would just, it was like a loop, a cycle. And during COVID, I kept on having the bad um, worst case scenario where I was thinking, um, I was put on furlough. I was on furlough for like two, three months, two or three months, you know. And I was like, what if I lose my job? How am I going to pay for this flight? Like the land, da, 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 da. It's just anxiety, right? When you are anxious, especially when you're anxious about many things in your life, I think you tend to go to worst case scenarios. Um I definitely had a lot of built up anxiety. There was a lot of things in my life during this period whereby I just didn't feel, I would say, whole or complete in a sense of within myself, right? In terms of like reconciling my mental health. I don't know if I am making sense, but I hope I am. So I think a lot of my anxiety came from not knowing (laughs) what my purpose was not knowing what life was all about or the meaning of life things like that and I think when that happens it it can like or when people feel like that or let me say when I felt like that it was like a lot of uncertainties because my life was so uncertain to me I had no idea what life was all about I had no idea what my purpose is so everything held a lot of uncertainties right And with this uncertainties, I wanted to find solutions before the uncertainties happen. Yeah, so all the thoughts that I was having, I needed solutions to them before they happened. Bearing in mind, it's just in my head. It's not guaranteed that it's going to happen. It's it's not like no one has said it will happen at all. But I needed the solution. So if I lose my job, what am I going to do? Uh, you know, okay, maybe, maybe I need to get ahead of it. Maybe I need to start looking for work and things like that. And um, with my flat as well, I'd be like, well, if my, if my landlord was to, you know, tell me that I, I can't live here anymore, then what am I going to do? Maybe I should look for flat, you know? And you know what? To this day, okay, occasionally I will look at what's around, but I think now it's mostly because I'm nosy. <laughs> And also some of sometimes I feel like, oh, I think I'm ready to have a garden and little things like that. But I love where I live and I wouldn't want my landlord to kick me out. But I think it's just when there's a lot of uncertainties, right? Our imaginations can tend to run wild. Now, again, I'm not trying to invalidate the feeling that maybe you're under attack, right? 
But sometimes I think, when do we take accountability for our own minds? You know, you know what I'm saying? When do we take accountability for us doing it to ourselves? You get me? Because um, the devil can't put all these thoughts in your head. You know what I mean? It's like maybe the fact that it's, it's capitalizing on the fact that maybe you've already got anxiety and then you start to think these things, but the devil can't read your mind. You get me? Anyway, so in terms of like, maybe you're not praying the right prayers. Um, I, I, I don't know what the right prayers are. I think any prayer is heard in, in heaven. So however you pray for this, if you are praying for your mind to be at ease and all these things, but I always say this, if you pray, right, and you say to God, God, please ease my mind and please help me to have a clearer mind. You know, I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm feeling a bit stressed. And then you say amen. And then immediately after you continue to be anxious and all these things, then you've just kind of taken that burden back for, um, for yourself. You know, I think that when we say amen, we've got to believe that these things God will do for us. So I suppose, right, what I'm proposing is when you say prayers for anything, right, that is troubling you and you want God to help you with it, you really just got to believe that God is going to help you with it. So when you say amen, just recognize your thought pattern. You understand. So when you start to worry, you say, ah, oh, God, I'm starting to worry about this thing again. Please help take this out of your, out of my mind. And you realize that slowly, but surely you'll probably have so much peace because you're constantly giving it to God. I do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes I find myself starting to like, I don't know, overthink about something and I go, oh, I'm overthinking and it's starting to put me in a bad mood, help me with this. And then, and then when I feel myself catch, catching that thought again, you just have to keep giving that burden to God. Every single time it comes in your mind, every single time you're getting into this loop, you cast your burdens unto Jesus for he cares for you. You get what I'm saying? Um, but is there any verses that you can read, recite to yourself to help you through this, I would say again, Matthew 6, verse 27, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? But let me read you from verse 25, right? Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Are you listening to this, guys? Okay, look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Which? You get me. So what Jesus was saying here in Matthew is, chill. Chill out. Give it all to God. If God can care for the birds of the skies who basically don't have a nine to five, who, who don't gather, who don't have ices opened up and savings, what more you? Yeah, it's not saying be irresponsible and not plan for things, but it's saying don't worry for those things. If you can't, you can't. If you don't have, you don't have. You get me. Um. And another verse that can probably be help, helpful is 
Jeremiah. Oh, let me get you. Let me get to it. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Now, this is a letter that Jeremiah wrote to some captives, yeah, to the captives. And, um, but verse 11 specifically says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and hope. Okay. If this is how the Lord feels about you and thinks towards you and he has thoughts of peace and not of evil, then we better trust that our worries are nothing against him. You know what I mean? That our worries are exactly what he wants you to give to him and not worry anymore because he's got thoughts of peace towards you and he wants he wants to prosper you. You know what I mean? Um and he wants to give you a future and hope. So if somebody, if you keep thinking about your husband's going to leave you, lose your house uh, and end up homeless, ask yourself this. Am I doing anything that can make my husband leave me? If you are giving your relationship your best, you can't dictate whether your man stays with you or not. You know what I mean? If he leaves you, he leaves you. But if you're giving it your best, that's all you can do. You get me? If you're giving your best in your job, that's all you can do. And if they turn around and they say, you know what, you know, we're sacking you or whatever. Yo, they'll have to serve your notice anyway. You get me? And I always say, no job is beneath me. If I was to ever be like in a desperate position, I've got transferable skills and I've done care work before. I can clean. I can, you know what I mean? Like, and you, I'm sure you've got family, I'm sure you've got friends, and those people wouldn't want to see you homeless. Just like you've probably got friends and family who you wouldn't like to see homeless. So if they were to be facing this situation, you would probably say, yo, come and stay with me until you figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we do spend a lot of time with anxiety, worried, you know, in a loop in our brains constantly going back and forth about negativity but negativity negative thoughts um are not productive you know yes the devil is to blame in a sense of it's part of the consequences of sin but sometimes we've got to take accountability and responsibility for it's just our thought patterns and the more we have this type of thought pattern, the more we have the thought pattern, the more we are unable to break out of it. But you can break out of it. You know, you can cast your burdens unto Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to James 4, 14. Come on, let's all go there. I know you've got your Bibles ready. James 4, verse 14 and 15 right so it says this is um basically given talking about not boasting about tomorrow like people who are overly planners of tomorrow and they boast about it like you know what guys i've got a million pounds in my savings a million the next day they get hit by a bus who's enjoying those millions <laughs> no that was a bad example but you get it you get it um it says whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. 
Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that, right? There's no point of worrying and getting yourself in this loop because at the end of the day, if the Lord wills, you will get the next day. But you don't even know if you'll get the next day. You know what I mean? And you can plan all you like to be like, I'm going to put these measures in place so my husband doesn't leave me, but he could still leave you. I'm going to put all these measures in place so I don't lose my job. You could still lose your job. I'm going to put all these measures in so that I don't, you know, lose my flat. You could lose your flat. And that's the realization that I came to was eating up my brain. I had to say to myself, after all, if I was to ever get kicked out of this flat for one reason or another, right, I can just go back to my parents' house. You know, before I moved into this flat, I was living with my friend Biggs. I can ask Biggs to live with him again, put my stuff in a locker, you know, and then figure it out from there. You know, I've got a lot of family around and friends around in Manchester that I could just, he just takes popping up and saying, hey, I'm in this tricky spot. Can I please stay with you? So, you know, don't overthink these things, especially because we don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what's tomorrow. And I think when we overthink this, these things, it eats into our present moments. Yeah, you're not present and you can't enjoy the present because you're constantly in a worry. Your brain is attacking itself. And in the present moment, you can seem distant or maybe moody or maybe X or maybe Y. And you know what? It starts becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy whereby your husband's like, you're so distant. And you're thinking, no, I'm not arguing, right? It's because you're worried about something that's not yet or that's not happening. That's not guaranteed to happen. So maybe food for thought when it comes to those things. But just remember... Who among us can add even a cubit to their height? You know, let me actually get what a cubit is, you know. I know it's measurements, but let's get it. So a cubit is 45.72 centimeters or not 0.46 meters. Who? Yo, find me somebody who can add a cubit to their height. <laughs> I didn't even know that, but I knew it wasn't. <laughs> I'm here reciting this. Who can add a cubit to their height? I knew it was a measurement of some sort, but I just didn't know the conversions. You get me? Lol. Matt has never been my strong suit. You know that, guys, I can't bake. Because measuring. There is something. You know what? We are all, we've all got our own gifts and talents. Baking is not mine. Baking is not mine. Don't get me to measure anything. My head turns to scrambled egg I don't know how people do it when I was living with Nikki she'll bake and she'll be like bam bam measure 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 bam it's in the oven bam it's, it's baked dude I spend ages going um I'm gonna have to google this you know pound uh, uh, everything I have to get it converted and even when it's converted I'm like but what does this mean on my scale and I look at the scale and it's listen We've all got our gifts and our talents and measuring and baking is not mine. Maths is not mine. I don't know how they trust me to do payroll work. Oh, my days. So, yeah. But anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, this episode. I thought to do something different than just Bible study. I thought I should actually bring in some real life questions and maybe use the Bible to answer some of them as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
No, we like the agony aunt stuff. And guys, yes, there will be a guest again soon one day. But am I rushing myself? No, it's a lot of admin. But don't worry. All right. Once I get this remote recording set up, once I get it all set up, it's, it's game over. Right. I'm going to be having chats and conversations with people who aren't even in this country. If they'll like to come on, of course. I'll start asking people again to ask them if want to come on. But I think my priority is I've got people in mind. And there are already some people who are in the reserves to get this episode, um, the guest episodes done. But yeah, your girl's just been taking a little bit time out to uh, go in this new direction. You get me. But I hope you guys have been enjoying the show. I hope you've been enjoying the episodes, even though it's a little bit different, especially in this day and age where God is not popular whatsoever and God makes a lot of people cringe. So I know that it's a niche, right? Especially the way I've been, the episodes have been going lately. But I hope you guys are um, have been enjoying it. I hope it's been informative. You know what I'm saying? I hope we're all learning something here because I know I am. And I know that some things may, I may get wrong, but guys, that's what, if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. Gmail.com is for, or Tawonga with three A's at gmail.com is for. It's for correction. Yeah, you can correct me. You can um, tell me your own commentary. You can ask your own questions. Let's go for it. But for now, let me leave you with a little sign. sign. Yeah. In the spirit of what we've been discussing, mostly about worries and anxieties and stuff, I've got a little quote. What worries you masters you. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.